Welcome everyone this week to Live on Cyber, where we explore the tough stuff and the things that you need to know and what you need to be aware of to make sure that you're doing your part to guard and secure our village, meaning you, your business, your community, your family, etc. So welcome, Dr. Stan. Great to see you. Great to see you as well, Julie. Wonderful to be here. Thanks. Yeah. Tough stuff for today, Dr. Stan. So let's talk China, shall we? Yes. Let us talk China. So over the last two weeks, if you've been following our news, we've been covering a story where China, hackers from China, got into several email systems, most specifically those from the from the Department of State and the Department of Commerce. That includes the Assistant Secretary of State for East Asia. So we're talking very high level. Ostensibly, did not get to the Secretary of State specifically, also the Department of Commerce. That in and of itself is an important story. What's happening that the Chinese are able to get into at least unclassified, but still email accounts, people like that. How yeah. does that happen? But the story behind the story, if you will, is that this is not unusual. This is common. At the Aspen Security Forum, again, this is one of our news stories, the director of cybersecurity at the NSA, Rob Joyce, said, and I'm quoting, it's China doing espionage. It's what nation states do. We have to defend against it. We need to push back against it. Yeah. But that is something that happens. And all of us, we Americans, have to understand this is what happens. This is the world we're living in. And it's a clear and present danger to every business that does business with China, has technology that China might compete with us in, as a law firm or an accounting firm or another way is a vendor to a company that has technology that China might be interested in, or is a defense contractor with technology that of course China is going to be in. This flows all the way down to ground level, each and every one of us. Every one of us. So if you are any part of the supply chain where you hold value, you transmit value. So in this case, this wasn't just they got one email password from somebody. This was they hacked Microsoft's cloud. So like they went straight to the source where they could then do a whole lot of damage. So of course I'm looking at Microsoft, but we can't just go, oh, it's just the provider. We can only do so much. It's like you have to just assume that whatever you are using, it, you have to safeguard those trails too. So true, Julie. This breach was actually first discovered, as I understand it, from the Department of Commerce. People that were reviewing logs of transactions and saw some stuff that didn't make sense. They reached out to Microsoft. Microsoft identified a vulnerability in their client-facing programs, mm -hmm. which they fixed, rolled that patch out right away. It's another reason why people need to get our weekend patch report as part of the yeah. news and all, because we listed that as one of the things to, to patch and update it yep. in, in our report. So it was all properly in some ways taken care of, discovered, immediately acted on. The patch was rolled out to the community, still up to the community. Did everybody patch their systems? How many businesses out there that are under threat from hackers in China who want their intellectual property have yet to patch their systems, which means they're still wide open to this threat. That's part of the challenge. So much of our yeah. 
intellectual property is behind the walls of private companies. And if exactly. private companies don't protect it, who will? Exactly. And so looking at your patch report right now, it's yeah. Dropbox, it's Chrome, it's things that we yeah. use day in and day out. It's yeah. on our phones, it's mobile operating systems, as well as the ones that we have here. But come on, mm -hmm. this is the level of due diligence we don't like on this show to put the consumer in the forefront and say, consumer, it's your fault. But in yeah. this case, we want you to do the due diligence that is necessary, that is important yeah. to do, knowing that we can't count on, in essence, the morality of people to do the right thing. We know that someone will try to take advantage of everything you can get. Don't yeah. leave your diamonds on the table. Don't leave your front doors unlocked. You do your dang part. That, that's so well said. As you were talking, I was thinking of the automobile analogy because we've used that oh, a yeah. lot. If I choose not to put on my seatbelt, mm -hmm. it's on me. Right now, at least when I buy my car, I don't have to go to a separate shop and have the seatbelts installed like I did when I got my first car 60 years ago. World was different back in the 1960s. At least the seatbelt is there, but I still have yeah. to put it on. Yes. Otherwise, it's not going to do its work. And it's not like I can <sighs> leave my seatbelt off recognizing that for the most part, other drivers aren't going to intentionally run into me. But the internet is not like ordinary drivers on the highway. We talk about the metaphor often, but the internet's like you're playing dodge up. Remember the car game, you know, the the amusement parks? You'd yeah. get in, the object was to hit other cars. That's what the cyber criminals are doing. So if you're not wearing your seatbelt, if you're not patching your system, you're yeah. a sitting duck. We are about to, I believe, get hit with an onslaught that we know it's bad right now. We know that scams are getting better by the second. We know that sometimes even the email that we receive, it is so good. Look in your spam folder. Mm -hmm. It's a miracle that most of the stuff that you have in your inbox, if it is really valid, it's just gonna get worse. If mm -hmm. we can't do the basics, this is still in the realm of the basics. That's ensuring right. that your supply chain and your technology is locked down from A to Z, ensuring that your email passwords are not compromisable easily. It's going to get so bad with the stuff coming at you because now bad actors have a team of technicians through AI that they are deploying far more rapid than what we're ready for. So get ready. Yeah. So it's, and again, this is one of the good gods, Julie. It's a yes and. You look, for example, at the Defense Department's uh, um, certification program, mm -hmm. cybersecurity certification program for defense contractors. And this is one of those things that's just absolutely vital and necessary. Um, initially, the Defense Department said, fill this out, attest to your cybersecurity, mm. send this, that, that'll be fine. Then they started doing assessments against what companies were saying, and there's just a big mismatch between yeah. the security the companies actually had and the securities that they were claiming they had. In, in some cases, very fraudulent. In other cases, this is complex stuff and people just don't know, and there's not enough training at all. So in either event, the Defense Department said, okay, we're going to have a certification program. Companies, defense contractors, there's 300,000 of us around the country. We're talking mm -hmm. a large number of businesses. 
are going to need to be specifically certified an assessment and a certification we need that all of those companies are up against china there's basics that these companies can be doing multi-factor authentication strong passwords all of the stuff and it's not rocket science at all but yep. what's happening like the defense department has had to push their program back because it's so hard to build and manage the large bureaucracy necessary i mean mm-hmm. that, that means that companies that are thinking oh I don't have to worry about cybersecurity because the defense department is pushing their program down the road. Wrong. You may not yet have gotten to the stage where the defense department, your program managers are saying, Bob, Jennifer, whatever, we need you to be doing these things or we can't be doing business with you. So come on, let's get going. You know, it, it may be yeah. a long time before that happens. Yeah. These businesses still have to protect themselves. Yes. Well, their intellectual property that's at risk. And if they fail to do that, if they fail to understand that to the Chinese doing espionage, again, the quote, this mm-hmm. is what they do. This is what they you do. No more be surprised by what they do than when yeah. we're in the middle of Tanzania and we see a pack of lions feasting on a rhinoceros that it brought down or whatever it brought down. I don't know if it can bring down rhinoceroses or probably a stretch, but at least the alpaca. That's what they do. They eat zebras when they can catch them, right? That's what lions do. What do the Chinese do? They steal our intellectual property because that's what they do. So don't be surprised. Be prepared. Be prepared. Indeed. Thank you, folks, for listening. Thank you for doing your part to be prepared. Thank you for sharing this with someone who you know in business who... It's a reality check. We are here for you. And we want to not just harp at you once a week on Live on Cyber. We want to equip you as much as possible. We want to be there for you and your community to help make this village a whole lot more secure. Reach out to us if you have any thoughts, questions. And Dr. Stan, again, what a pleasure. And I will see you same time next week on Live on Cyber. Look forward to it. Thank you.